welcome to this week's Young Venture Club. If it's your first time here, welcome. Uh, if you know, you've been listening to the show for a while, but this is your first Young Venture Club, let me break down what we're trying to do here. So a couple, uh, couple weeks ago, a month ago, kind of had this crazy idea that I want to try to read a book every single week. Obviously, that is a very ambitious challenge, and I have already come very close to failing it multiple times because seven days, you know, I'm, we're, we're busy people. Like it's sometimes it's hard to sit down and read a book for an hour or two every single day, but nonetheless, I'm trying my best for you guys. Uh, this week, if you're watching on YouTube, which I highly recommend, go check us out. The, uh, the real venture. I don't know if you say an at in a YouTube, but at the real venture or the real venture podcast on YouTube. Uh, so you can actually kind of, you know, see I'm, I'm holding up the book right now. This week we read uh, crypto dad and uh, this was a pretty interesting book. I uh, got recommended to me via a podcast and you know, I was a little skeptical um, when I first picked it up because uh, I, you know, in full transparency, I, I listened to a conversation with the author and that's what kind of got me excited about it. Uh, so Christopher, uh, Juan Carlo, he is a uh, he's the former commissioner of the Future and Commodities uh, Board. Uh, was appointed by Obama and then reappointed unanimously by the Senate and Trump. Uh, so he has you know was in this position for a really long time. And basically, he has kind of gotten the nickname in Twitter. Uh, in crypto Twitter, um, which I am just really kind of diving into and getting lost in, and it's a pretty crazy place. But um, he's been dubbed Crypto Dad because basically he uh, really vouched for crypto, um, the possibilities that it could provide, and the fact of, you know, it's so important to our generation that it's something that everybody else needs to get on board and understand, or they risk potentially losing us all. And so that's kind of how he got the nickname Crypto Dad, because he was, you know, basically our dad that was standing up there, uh, vouching for things that we find interesting. And, you know, I'm sure everybody here that's that's listening knows what crypto is in some capacity. We've talked about it on this platform. Uh, we'll continue to talk about it. Uh, might even get more creative, have some other people come on. I know Luke's uh, always gearing up to, to talk a little crypto, but you know, I think that this book is a really good, you know, I, I, there are, there are all kinds of different books around certain topics. This one isn't necessarily a, I'm trying to think of the right word, it's a very educational book, but it isn't necessarily like how you learn about crypto. Like this is, this was very tied to the financial side of it, how governments operate financial systems, uh, how commodities are traded derivatives, stuff like that. So like really, really technical financial stuff, which I didn't necessarily, um, know the book was going to be about when I started it, but, uh, you know, over the, over the course of the entire book, that kind of, that kind of played out. But the, the two things that I really wanted to talk about today, uh, that he really stressed in the book. And if you guys are also watching on YouTube, you can see, I drew this like thing called a mind map. Um, I'm, I'm trying it out because, you know, reading all these books is, is pretty hard. And, uh, I'm trying to figure out ways to read books quicker but also at the same time still ingest all the necessary information. Um, and so I'm, I'm trying out this technique called mind, ma mind mapping. So we'll, we'll see how it goes, you know, check back in with me every week and see if I'm still doing it. Um, but the two things that I really wanted to talk about is the fact that crypto is addressing antiquated infrastructure and then talking a little bit about the internet of value. So they, he uses a really good analogy um, throughout the book and 
you know, he was talking about how America specifically has antiquated financial infrastructure. Uh, it's been set up this way for a really long time. He talks about how the Dodd-Frank Act was kind of like the last patch of a very, very broken system and old, you know, it's kind of like us slapping a Band-Aid on a massive gunshot wound kind of thing um, or a Band-Aid on a broken leg. That might that might be a little bit more of a, of, of a pleasant image. But, uh, you know, he, he kind of drew the comparison to infrastructure as in, you know, roads and bridges in the 1930s, you know, following the great depression, big infrastructure projects, there were so many, you know, beautiful roads, really cool bridges, you know, all these projects that we sunk a lot of money and time into, and, you know, it worked really well, but we haven't updated any of them since little things here and there, but for the most part, it's still the same and it's starting to deteriorate and break down and cause issues. Um, you know, there are other countries that are currently building their financial systems right now, and they're able to do so many things so much faster. I mean, think about how long it takes you to cash a check, uh, to send a deposit. Um, you know, even like you getting paid every week, like your ACH transfer fees, like those take forever. But these new countries that are kind of building the system on, you know, this new decentralized faster way with, without all the government permissions and stuff. I mean, stuff is happening almost instantaneously and the United States is kind of falling behind. And so that was something that he really brought up to, to Congress when he talked and he's like, guys, listen, uh, people are passing us and, you know, we're this economic powerhouse. We're this uh, entrepreneurial um, might and that stuff's starting to go away because we aren't keeping up with the times. The next thing uh, that you know he really focused on was the fact that uh, crypto is leading us into the Internet of Value. So, um, you know, originally back um, when when the Internet first kind of came about and started to grow, there was kind of the information wave or the Internet of inf or you know the Internet of Info, if you will. And what that kind of means is, you know, or originally like before the Internet. Think of like the really big publications, the Encyclopedia Britannica's, um, you know, newspapers, books, stuff like that. Like that housed all the information. And if you wanted to go look up something or learn, you had to go buy it from them or use that. And then, you know, Wikipedia came around and now all that information is democratized for everybody and everybody can access it and everybody can see it. Everybody can contribute to it. And it kind of made a lot of those things obsolete. Then the next kind of gener, you know, transition was into the internet of things, which is kind of where we are right now, where everything's connected to the internet. So everything that we do is recorded, analyzed, um, you know, which is, which is awesome because we're able to innovate and make some really cool products, uh, informations, you know, you're able to, to use it to better serve yourself. But then uh, that opens up other doors, a little bit of Pandora's box into other issues, um, you know, with your data obviously floating around, people can hack it, stuff like that. And that's kind of where this internet of value kind of comes in where the web three and, and, and crypto is going to be able to, to take care of a lot of those issues for us. And, you know, most importantly, the internet of value is going to do what Wikipedia did, right? They, but it's going to do it to our financial system. It's going to lower costs, increase speed, more protected. It's basically going to democratize. And it's actually one of the most American things possible because it allows for freedom of speech. It allows for uh, privacy and protection. And, um, you know, just slowly over time, that stuff is, is going to become more clear. There was a really good quote in there from Sir John um, Cunliffe, Cunliffe, I, he's like the the head of uh, the Bank of England, and he he said that 
every single generation throughout history asks what is money and they come up with their own way to define it and their own way to, to go about it. And that's exactly kind of what our generation is doing right now. And it's kind of leaning more towards this Web3 crypto way. So uh, this book definitely was a, a good jump start on that. If you really want to dive into like the details and the nuances of how just the financial system works and how crypto changes that or implements into it, then this is definitely the book for you. Uh, I haven't decided what our next book is going to be on the Young Venture Club. Um, this one was a this one was a pretty thick one. Um, it's like 330 pages with some uh, with some small font. So I might uh you know I might need a picture book or something um, for this next one. Give my give my head a little break, but uh, we'll update that. Um, it will be up on our Instagram. Follow us there at the Real Venture underscore. Uh, we're posting uh, you know clips from all of this, uh, like we've talked about earlier. YouTube channel, the Real Venture. Uh, follow us on LinkedIn. Um, we post a lot of our uh, articles and stuff there. But but most importantly, all of this can be found, including all the episodes at therealventure.com. Uh, there we post our show notes, our blogs, all that good stuff. So, you know, continue to help us grow the show. Tell your guys, uh, you know, tell your friends, uh, tell your family. If you guys have certain guests or topics you want us to talk about, uh, please let us know. We're more than happy to uh, to include them in the rotation. We're always looking for new ideas, guys. But, uh, you know, really excited to, to keep it rolling. And we have some great interviews coming out next week. So keep it real, everybody. All right, guys, uh, if you want to continue this discussion, follow us on our social media, our Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebooks will all be in the description of this episode. Hop on there, shoot us a DM, hit us up with whatever concerns, questions, comments that you guys have. We'd love to continue building that community on there. Next, subscribe to wherever you're listening to this, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Overcast, you name it, we got it. And the only other thing I'm going to add is... As you're subscribing to those platforms, hop on there, give us rates and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts, five-star ratings, and a uh, and, and a comment go a really long way. Helps us continue to to climb up the charts and you know continue to to spread this to to all corners of the world and allow us to continue to bring on great guests. We really appreciate you guys for everything, and we're excited to see you next week.